Hello, hello, y'all. Welcome back to another hello. episode of Bravo While Black. We have hey, Rika. We have Rika yeah. from Candy in the Game. And we also have Dominique here to talk to us. And um, we hope that you guys have watched Candy in the Game, especially yes, y'all who name. listen to this podcast specifically. Y'all better. Because this is Bravo While Black. And y'all know that we talk about all the shows, but we especially want to show up and you know show out for the black shows and the best way to uh continue having these shows come on and having more black people on the network is to support the ones that we have and obviously we are biased because atlanta is what brought us to bravo real housewives of atlanta so when we heard that candy one of the ogs was getting a show we're like oh that's gonna be good um so we were blessed enough to see the first episode and now that you guys have saw it we want to introduce you to you know Drika and Dominique from the show you guys are going to love them we're going to get to know them a little bit talk a little bit about the show and just talk a little bit what it's like working at the restaurant so oh. say hello to the <laughs> right big breath <laughs> say hello <laughs> Say hello to the people, Drika and Dominique. Say hello. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Thank you for having the OGs, the original. There's the old lady gang. And they made that right. real so clear for me, Drika, because when the, when this, when the episode first started, they're like, the original host. Right. The original. Original. I created the original. It was been created <laughs> as, as far as old lady game, oh, as far God. as everything works, how it's ran. I did that on me. Okay. And I lied on my application. So I'm very proud of myself. We both did. Yep. And if Never in my <laughs> life. Never. We both lied. What did y'all do? so about? funny. So we lied about being in the in the industry. We lied. I told them I was a. I, so I originally started as a server at a lady game. Um, I then transitioned because I actually went to bartending school and became a bartender. But originally, when I first got there, I had never been in the restaurant industry. Didn't know anything about steps of service. Anything. I went on Google, saw what I was supposed to put, put it very nicely on the resume, and boom, got the job. Never turned back since. And as you should, know, because guess what? Little did y'all know that y'all were going to make a, a hit TV show because I feel like, honestly, this is going to be a hit. Like, y'all brought it the first episode and I was invested the first episode. Normally, it takes yeah. me, like, two to three episodes, I say, to get into something. But yeah. y'all, and y'all are also my favorites. Like, they said, like, Yeah, the, the personality-wise. Yes. Especially because on the first episode, I think it was really the... Okay, on the first episode, we see some of the older... Uh, people who worked there and then the new people who worked there and y'all mingled or whatever. Y'all personalities really showed and it made great TV, but I want to walk it back a little bit to when you first started working at OLG. Like, Were you fans of Real Housewives? Did you know about Candy before coming there? And working at OLG in general, do people come there to try to see Candy and the the OLGs because I would okay. absolutely want to see them. I'm re- I'm ready to run it down. Okay, I'm like go first because I'm crazy. I was thinking, <laughs> understanding. So with the scrap of my throat, I love Candy. And when I first moved to Atlanta, I didn't know anything about that being her restaurant right away. Um, and then just working there, 
people only came to see her and her family and stuff like that. And as far as how we grown, we had a phone. So if you you try to call, we not answering. People used to call and be like, well, what's the ingredients? Like, what time is candy showing up? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, why are y'all wait so long? Can I put my name on the list? Or can I just speak the candy? Because I I don't wait. I don't belong (laughs) on a waiting list. They used to go crazy. Like, go crazy. I'm like, yo, are you nuts? This is real, like, I, a real business. A pause. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, right. and I think it's, sure. it's going to get even worse, like, once people see the show, because right. they're going to think that they know y'all. And that's yeah, exactly. Oh, thing. my gosh. <laughs> the way that people think, I literally have people come to the bar, and if they get, like, if if we don't have cornbread ready at the moment, maybe like, could you call Candy and tell her that I need this cornbread? Or I had I had a lady before record herself talking to Candy as if she knew Candy, <laughs> and really like telling me like, yeah, but you know, Candy, my friend. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, make sure you know you send her the videos. She was like, well, I'm, I'm gonna hope she responded me on Instagram, but I'm thinking like, oh, I thought this was joke. Right. Yeah, home, okay, girl, for real. Yeah, people are lying like, and saying that they know Candy. Absolutely, like people. Seriously, we when, when we had our phone, we literally had to. I don't want to say we had to get rid of it, but the calls that we got were never calls yeah. to actually get the business somewhere. It was always, "Hey, is Candy there?" Like real personal calls, and it's like, "Girl, no, she's not here." You know, she, like what? Don't be calling. Actually, so we're trying to run the business over here. I turned the volume you know? down. Stop calling. Turn the volume all the way down. Beep 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 beep. Now there's no phone. Right. No I'm phone so way. happy that I'm very happy that Candy. And the old ladies and Todd and everyone actually make yeah. appearances there. Yes. Um, so that you know the the fan base is satisfied because if they did not come, I can only imagine how far the people would take it. But people literally come there looking forward to seeing them. Yeah. Like I have people come on their birthdays and they're like, Well, is Candy gonna come today? And I'm like, Well, you know, we never know exactly when they're coming in, but hopefully somebody does walk in. And when people when they actually walk in. The, the 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 light that lights up in people's faces is just absolutely amazing. Like, I'm happy that they even have the effect on the fans and their supporters that they do. Yep. It's really nice to see, actually. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was watching Atlanta Housewives, when Portia hurt Candy, I was hurt. So I was like, you know what? We don't need to be on this show no more. So whenever Candy was going to come back <laughs> and stand her ground, I was with her. So I loved Atlanta mm-hmm. Housewives up until that moment. And I was hurt, like, if I was on the cast. Like, you dead wrong for that. And I was crying and stuff. So I didn't know that Candy was going to be on all these seasons after that. I really thought that we were done with this Atlanta Housewives. situation. That yeah. was so it's serious. And I was just like, how can you really hurt somebody like that? Like, that really affected me as well. I'm like, I'm not even, I'm crazy. Like, I can't, I'm thinking, I know this lady. And then to work for her is like, wow, you're so nice and pretty. <laughs> so yeah, no, seriously. She's absolutely amazing. I watched Housewives before working at old lady gang um i just so happened to randomly be walking down peter street looking for a job and i walked past i had just moved to atlanta because i'm from miami so i did not know where the restaurant was located but when i walked past and i saw the sign i was thinking to myself like dang i think it's the restaurant that i thought of building on the housewives i was like well let's just go inside and see what what happened and i went inside and boom your girl is on a whole reality show now because they (laughs) knew Yeah. They knew. They already knew. And I believe Candy has that vision. Like Candy starts projects mm-hmm. and she just knew. And probably when she seen y'all, she was like, okay, we're about to make a show. 
And a hit show. She's <laughs> like, these people is crazy. And like, she does people with personality, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and that's why you, if you see the one clip, like, I'm, I've never been a server. I've never known that people actually make money off of tips. Like, I, that was so new to me. I was just like, I'm from the medical field. So I'm like hosting. Okay. I like jobs where I don't have to work. So if I can just sit there and tell people what to do, that's amazing for me. So being there five years, this is the longest job I've ever had in my life. My mom's been proud. But look where it got us. Exactly. Right. And I want to know, <laughs> right. how do you guys feel about Because, Dominique, I know that you are dancing. We'll get into that because we're yes. excited about that. Mm-hmm. And they talk about that on the first episode. But how do you guys feel Sorry. that you're going to be on Bravo and like your level of fame is going to kind of skyrocket. Like, are you ready for that? And do y'all have y'all business plans available? Because you know, all the people gonna be following you on Instagram, and you know, you you got the opportunity to do a lot more now that the mm-hmm. show is gonna come out. Yeah, right. so it's I, I think that we we I'm not I didn't it didn't hit me yet for real because it's not y'all got the oh, yeah. so we don't know, but it didn't it didn't hit yet. Y'all For me, I'm, I'm shook, okay? <laughs> I am shook. I am shook. It's like, I don't really know what else to say. It hasn't necessarily <laughs> hit me yet either because I haven't seen anything. Yeah. However, the fact that there's a billboard in Atlanta with our picture on it and, and Miami, my DMs and my my Instagram went crazy when the premiere, uh, when the, you know, premiere commercial, whatever, went live and I... I don't know. I just still don't know. I'm super excited. I feel like, you know, we were given this platform for a reason. Of course, we have our business plans ready. And if we, I didn't initially start off having a business plan ready, but through the process, I realized how important it is and how I have to show up for myself and how I have to show up for our community and how I have to show up just for Black women in general and show mm-hmm. them a great, um, you know, be a role you model. A that's how you yeah. yeah, you know, like it's like use the platform. For, to the best of your ability for the greater good it's like he wasn't given this yeah. opportunity for no reason you know God had his light on us and he been knew what he was equipping us with to make sure that we were prepared so I feel like ultimately we are prepared for what is to come but I'm still shook because I don't know what's coming you know we don't know yeah. because of the net too is like we quit in our minds so many times but God was just like just go to work I'm like let's go back I'm like, I don't want to work there. I don't want to go back. He like, I go, go back. over here. And then God was like, I got something for you. I'm like, well, I guess I go to work today. Welcome to Old Lady Gang. How is it like with with the how is it with the cameras around? Yes, like that's what I would want to know because I would feel weird. It's normal. Yeah, I say it's normal because without the actual cameras being there, we still have people looking at us do everything. You know, it's never not an eye on you. Somebody's always recording there. Somebody always want to, there's always someone there who wants to complain. So you cannot give them the reason that they're looking for. There's always somebody there that want, that's looking for something. So we always have eyes on that. So for me, it's kind of normal more so too, because I've been in, you know, in the dance industry. So I'm around yeah. and stuff a, a lot more. Um, but for me, it's pretty awkward only because the customers make it awkward. Like when we were filming. Right. So it's like, it's not awkward when you're filming and the camera's on you, but you're living your regular life. So if I'm talking to Drita, I'm talking to you about what I really got to talk to you about. Whoever's yes. looking, that ain't my business. I'm talking to you, so I'm talking to you about what we're talking about. However, you will have like customers who would, I will never forget during filming, this one guy came up and asked me for like something so weird. And it was just like, but but like stood in the camera like, hey, can I get a, uh, 
<laughs> he wanted camera time. He wanted to be yeah, on the I show. Clearly. I bet he got edited <laughs> out so quick. <laughs> and then and then like if we're talking, it's the customer like, okay, so do we just sit ourselves or what? I'm like, do you sit yourself at anybody else's restaurant? Right. <laughs> like, right. Just give us a second to finish our little scene. I'm gonna get right to you. And then they're like, oh, excuse me, like ducking under the cameras. And I'm just like, all you gotta do is just walk around. You know, have no camera etiquette. Like <laughs> God, the nerve. I believe it. And Drika, I already know how you are because. Listen, the first, I, I'd say the first 10 minutes, they showed a little argument that you had with Philip, and mm-hmm. you were going off. Ooh. You were not having it. So I want to know, <laughs> what was it about Philip that rubbed you the wrong way? Okay, so what is it about Philip and everybody else that comes and think they know old lady? It's just like, <laughs> you have to act, not saying like you have to, but it it, it makes good um, co-workers and work teamwork if you ask us what's the problem what can i do to help what is there that needs to be fixed not coming in like you need to do this you need to do that you need not to do that i'm like just who are you like i like don't talk to me like that like i have i'm an adult you're an adult let's talk and our first interaction was just so crazy i'm just like fuck the cameras i don't know who the fuck you talking to i'm ready to fight like fight me and it's like, without the cameras, that's who I am. Like, I'm very defensive of how mm-hmm. you treat me as a person. And if you, I feel like if I'm being disrespected, I'm hurt. Like, wow, I'm such a genuine person that I don't deserve to be talked to like this. So right. if you see that in that moment, it's just like, yo, that's crazy. Like, there's really people like that that can really talk down to you because they're so high up. And that's what mm-hmm. I didn't like. Like, it's just like, as Candy being our boss, she still treat us like people. She still treat us mm-hmm. as... I can see the growth in you. I can see, I can lead you to things. Just because I'm a host and Dom's a bartender, it's not like, okay, well, she's only a host. She's not going to accomplish that. She still treat us all equally the same because we are human beings. And some people right. don't give you that. You know, you got to <laughs> protect yourself. And I had to protect mm-hmm. myself because ain't nobody going to talk to me no more type of way. I get it. I think just to add to that, um, just to add to that too, it's like with us being there so long, we've seen five managers come and go. We've seen... So many people of authority come and go, and most of the time they end up leaving because they had a goal to tackle a problem, but instead of asking the people that are facing the problems every day, they yeah. just assume they knew what the you know how to fix the problem when it's like, really, you think this is the way you could fix it? And granted, we down for the way you might feel like you can change it because it might make us better. Granted. However, you still have to respect the opinions of the people that are in the field every day doing it every day because we get to see the things that they don't always right. get to see. Right. And then when they come in there trying to tell Drika what to do, Drika don't like nobody telling her what to do. So that's why <laughs> it I just never works out. <laughs> I can already see because when Philip told you to go home, like, and I actually like, no, I didn't care for that, but I thought that was a good decision because if y'all kept talking, I could have seen that going left really quick. It would have been so bad. But it's like at this point you're sending it home, then I don't have to listen to what you're saying. Now I can just talk to my friend. Like right. thank you. Like thank you for sending me home. I do have better things to do than be here. I actually was here to help, but and he got upset because you were talking to Dominique at the time, like about what was going on. And it's I was like, just like oh. I wanna know. Like I I was here for it. I'm like, I wanna know what y'all have to say right. about the situation. And then it was my thing, I was so confused because 
you came upstairs first and you went right to opening the door. I thought the restaurant was already open at that point. So right. if you're who you are, see the restaurant. What do you need me to do? I can go over here and have a conversation real quick. It wasn't even like it was a million people outside. It was like mm-hmm. two or three people. He could have just sat like you're just with. He, he's just fill up. I don't. <laughs> For me, being the person stuck in the middle, I feel like it does not like mind the business that pays you. If that if she is not talking to you, why are you coming into what me and her talking about to interrupt what we got going on? Mind mm-hmm. your business. If everything is taken care of at this point, you're 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 gaslighting. You're poking. You're trying to make somebody react because it's like. For me, even though I wasn't drinking, and I, I understood why she got sent home, but at the same time, I felt like she was gas, like he, you know, kept trying to light that flame. But it was just like, mind your goddamn business. Damn. <laughs> exactly. It's like business. <laughs> we also get to see some, um, you know, personal things about you guys, which I wanted to ask you about, Dominique. Like, you are a dancer. You've been mm-hmm. on tours you've been with headliners how did you get into that and do you have anything coming up and especially how is it dancing for Megan Thee Stallion Meg Thee Stallion um okay so I'll just walk (laughs) right (laughs) because I still I'm listen I'm just so grateful at following um I'm, I'm grateful that I follow the path that God set for me versus following my own. I'll start it that way. And I say that to say, so I went to FAMU. I got a business degree. I was in business administration. I just knew that I was going to do something with sports marketing or something. You know, I was going to be a nine to five girl. My personality, my lifestyle is not given nine to five life. It's not given that. So I used to, when I was in Miami, once I graduated college, I was in Miami. I danced my entire life. Okay, let's start there. I danced my entire life, but just as a hobby. It was something that I just love to do. When I was 14, my mom died. So it took that hobby to be my outlet. So that was my way of like releasing, you know, my emotion and my feelings and dealing with life because I didn't know what else to do. So then when I went to college, I danced, whatever, whatever. But I just knew that there was not, like, I see myself in the penthouse, okay? I see myself on the yacht. As you should. I see myself playing yeah. golf on the yacht. It's given yeah. that. My golf hole is in the ocean type. Life, right? <laughs> so for my, for my, vision of where I saw myself I knew that dance wasn't going to get me there financially I didn't see how that was going to possibly happen so I kind of like yeah I don't really think that's going to give me the lifestyle that I want so let me just do this so when I was um working for this health insurance company in Miami all of my friends used to call me that's when Instagram was you know kind of new whatever whatever everybody used to call me like oh let's go here let's go to Bora Bora let's go to this I used to be like damn I got no PTO Cause I don't already took off because I didn't want to come to work this day. So now I gotta wait to two weeks before I can get 10 hours of PCO. I was like, oh hell no, this ain't gonna work. So I ended right. up moving to Atlanta to pursue my dream. I, I just I had okay, actually I listened to a Steve Harvey interview. And the interview was saying, like, write down your passion. Right now, what can make you money that you love to do? Um, and all of these different things. So I followed that and dance was it. It was like, what am I, what do I keep running away from that really feels the best to me? It was dance because I didn't want to dance because I felt like I was not going to make no money. I didn't have too many examples in Miami to, to, to make me as hopeful as I should have been. So I moved. Moved to Atlanta following this dream. And it was like, boom. The blessings was just falling. Boom. Boom. It was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was supposed to do this a long time ago. 
Now I don't want to do anything else. And then I still try, even here. I was like, okay, I don't know much about Atlanta. I tried to have a nine to five and still dance. I got fired from all my nine to fives because I would do stupid things that were great to me. But to them, it was like, girl, you take this business <laughs> as a joke. But for me, like the last nine to five that I had before I started working at Lady Gang, I literally got a call for an audition on my, on, and I was about to go to lunch. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I go to lunch at 12. I'm going to just run to the audition, do the audition. And, and then you called me too. You called me like, y'all. I was like, girl, Good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because I'm like, I don't know what to do because I'm like, you know, these people not going for that. But I'm like, this is what I came here for. I didn't come here to sit here and do estimates and accounting. It was boring. I didn't want to do that. I left, went to the interview. I mean, went to the audition. Y'all, the audition lasted so long. The job closed. I never made it back to work, right? So, <laughs> the next day I go to work and I'm like telling them, yeah, you know, like my tie was flat. I got stuck on the side of the road. I had my life down pat. And right. people were like, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 minutes later, like, can you step into our office, please? They were like, actually, we're going to let you go. And I'm like, damn, they really let me go. I didn't care, though, because, you know, I still had a, a, a bigger vision that I knew I was chasing, a bigger dream that I knew I was chasing. You can chasing. always get another job like that, right. too, though. I literally worked so many places in Atlanta. It's like, I don't work jobs. I am a job. You don't like to take a hike. You know, Period. just giving that energy. Um, But, yeah, dancing just turned my life around. Like I, I've done, Dancing for Megan Thee Stallion was the first, okay, pause. Trina, Dancing for Trina was my first big gig. That was my first tour. That was my first like mainstream artist that I got to hit the stage with, go to so many cities, go to so many places. Um, but then in Atlanta, like in Atlanta, you really, really make it when you have an agent. I, had, I didn't have an agent. I didn't have any of that. So when I finally got it in the right circles of what I was trying to do, I got that call one day and it's so crazy because I got the call when I had just got home from Old Lady Gang and the person, I went to a dance class. So how, how it works is you go to dance classes to train. That's like going to school and getting your education. And then when you take your test, your tests are the shows or whatever the big job is. You have to show up for that. I got the call that I was going to do the BC uh, Hip Hop Awards with Megan Thee Stallion. I hadn't even submitted myself to do anything, but the talent agent was like, yeah, I saw your video on Instagram and you was dancing to her song. You fit the profile of the girls that they're looking for. And I'm going to submit you. I submitted you. And he's like, I think you're going to get it. So I need you to make yourself available. The way I cried, I'm talking about cry like a baby, like snot. It was crazy. Okay. Being in the room was absolutely amazing. Like, I don't even know, like people have different experiences, but for all of my experience, because I'm so grateful to be in the room, my experiences mm. are always great because I could have not been in the room. I could have still just been working hard to get there, you know? So mm-hmm. I was, I'm just really, I'm really, really happy about everything that I've accomplished. I just went on tour with, with, uh, with, with blah, 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 blah. went on tour with Rick, with Rick Ross. Ross. The yeah. boss. Um, I did the biggest hey. boss. I did yes. the City Girls um, Chills, Torculator video. I did the City Girls uh, with the, uh, did the BET Awards in LA with the City Girls. It's like everything that I manifested that I wanted to do is so crazy that most of my opportunities came from, like, my biggest opportunities came from Miami artists, which I feel like just showed, yeah. my, showed me that I'm aligned with what God had for me because it's just y'all. I be shook, okay? I just want y'all to know I be shook. But Megan, she's everything. I felt like I was in, I, on stage. I felt like I was at the club talking with my homegirl. Like, she's <laughs> everything. The energy is great. She's everything. How do you, okay, this is a stupid question, but what did those? Those no knees, question is stupid. Those knees hey. come from. Like, I don't have the knees for that. Like, you know, it's okay so because work. for me to be so tall, I don't need. <laughs> I don't know what Megan be doing. 
why it's so normal for Listen, her to drop you down? Gotta, to be able to keep up. Yeah. Yeah, like, you like, keep up. I want to be yeah. I was like, damn, I, I need some more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have to well, our rehearsals are long. Like our rehearsals are like eight hours when we do these things. So like, so you know, we, we get prepared. Yeah. You, your body eventually is conditioned to get to the point that you need it to be. To be honest with you, when I first did Megan thing, I remember I was in rehearsal and I called it Charlie Horse. I, I used to don't even catch Charlie Horses. And I didn't even know what to do. I had to crawl off while everybody was still dancing. You think dumb people care? It's so easy for them to be like, oh, you can't handle it. Let's get the next dancer in. <laughs> you better get with it. Or you just push your body. So do it. Yeah. And you know what? It's meant for you. And that's what you're used to. So it just comes natural. It's a second nature for you. So while we're talking about personalized Dominique on the first episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know what's coming. Oh, what's going on with Is you it, and Brandon? Right. <laughs> that's that's, that's what, what we want to know. <laughs> because all that chemistry... I'm like, um, did you know him in your past life? Like, what's going on with that? I, uh, I'm cracking up. <laughs> so, no, I did not know Brandon in my past life. It's so <laughs> funny because um, Brandon first came to Old Lady Gang when I was, so I remember I told you guys I started as a server and then I ended up being a bartender. He came at he came to Old Lady Gang when I was a server. And when I met him as a manager, he was like, you know, I came here before to dine in and you were my server. And I was like, Really? And he was just like, yeah, but the way he looked at me, it was like, <laughs> you better stop looking at me, sir, because you're my manager <laughs> now. It's only so much. Um, I don't even know. I can only stop looking at you for so long, but it's like, he looked good. We, he was the eye candy of the restaurant. It was just like, he was just tall, dark, and handsome, and just, he just, he looks great. How can anybody deny him? It was giving that type of energy. I tried, because I don't believe in business, business and pleasure. I did try. <laughs> but then I also was like, my our souls were probably together in our past life where it's like no matter how hard i wanted to try he was like actually yeah it's not giving that (laughs) yeah you go be my girl and i'm just like all right daddy (laughs) exactly (laughs) so are you guys currently together and i (laughs) you have to watch it okay but we'll see it play out okay see it play out like, you we're not listening. Life still out. be happening, y'all. You know, life still be happening, and the girl don't. All right, now nah, I ain't gonna say too much, but y'all, y'all know that face me. Okay, listen. She I'm still excited. Girl, listen, and we're not the leaving Rika out because you and Patrick. Yeah, exactly. We know about that. We we we're seeing we're seeing that. Was that. Our next episode. Episode, no, it's not quite in the first episode, I'm putting two and two together. It is a lot. Drica. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do us like that now. Get on the team. What's the thing like between the the what the question was between me and Patrick? Like, what's going on? Yeah, like yeah. what's going on with y'all? Me and Patrick are really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, how it started, as you know, I'm from Buffalo, New York. I'm from a very very cold city. So being from that cold city, all we do is go to work, cuddle, go to work, go to school, cuddle, 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 and other things you do. And when I got to Atlanta, I was like, where is the cuddling people at? Like, what do you do? Like, where are, where is everybody? So then I started working at Old Lady Gang, and he was the first um, guy that I had met. And I was just like, okay, boom, I got somebody. I can go to work, stay in his house, wake up, come to work, turn up, and then just do that. But- Drink the same fire. 
Yeah, and I stayed convenient. like an hour and a half from Old Lady Gang when I first started. And he was like, oh, I only live five minutes away. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me get my trunk bag, and then I'm going to stay at your house, and then we're going to go to work. Just spend but the then, Yeah, so then, but mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, it's Atlanta. So then me and Dom start going out. We start meeting people. I met the guy right. who, uh, who played Biggie in um, the Tupac movie. <sighs> and all. I met him, and he was just like... Bottles, section, money, give yeah. it to me, bam. And we were like meeting so many different people. And I'm like, okay, bye, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, you, it opens up like the possibilities when you're out and about yeah. the scene. So, you, so at, in that moment, like I was comfortable with meeting him and that was, you know, whatever, whatever it was got. It was a little fling, a situationship, as I continue to say. It was something to do until I found something better to do. And then that's what I did. And then we both are still friends. And that's that's cool. He's doing what he's doing. I'm I am happily engaged to my man, and Ooh. I'm living my best life. I hope we yeah. get to see that on the show. Yes. Okay, we get to see that play out. My man. <laughs> and congratulations. Oh yeah. Dating actually really does lead to marriage and a happiness of, of something. Like everybody thinks, okay, you know, you go through a whole phase and whatever. That's good. I feel like you need that because the people that you're dealing with, they learn your body. You learn what you like to be done. You learn what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. And living in Atlanta is kind of like you got to go through the testimony to see what level you who you're compatible with. And right. that's important. So it's not like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to be with Patrick forever. No, that was somebody I met moving to Atlanta. And then now yeah. it's like, I'm meeting other people as far as Dom too. Like she's from Miami. So now you're meeting all these different men that's from all over the world. So it's right. like, I'm not a settler. So I'm like. Yeah. Listen, Dominique, we are in, we're not exactly in Miami, but we're in Fort Lauderdale. So I know, um, you know where we at. So in listen. South Florida, the, just pray for me like the day listen, I'm you know what I, <laughs> listen all just aside it sucks in florida period but what i will say is at least florida men um granted they like to play games but they still have like a different kind of like like if in miami in per se it is if if a man has a girlfriend or, or a wife or a fiance or whatever a companion and your girl is not taken care of if your girl is not lit and you, if she got a man, you you kind of stuck as a man. In Atlanta, these men, they won't even open the door for you. I I don't have men watch me move chairs and take out the garbage. And really? who raised you? Who raised I you? I didn't know you? it could get worse than here. It I would have worse than South Florida. I would have thought, thought it would be better. Really? Because there's so many Girl, men. There's so many. Florida Miami. <laughs> Florida Miami all day. If I got to deal with Atlanta, Florida man. Well, okay, my man is lit, but I'm just saying. If my man wasn't lit, Florida man me versus the Atlanta man because the men here, they trash. I don't want to say they trash because there are some great, great men here. However, I think it more so has to do with like the ratio of women to men. And and this is the place where like anything goes. People mm-hmm. really sell their souls here for a night uh, or to get into yeah. a section or it'd be crazy the things I have witnessed. Okay? Well, they call it the Black Hollywood of the South. So yep. that's why, because, you know, you have so many opportunities there. You got the Tyler Perry studio. I was about to too. say, I blame Tyler. On top of it. Don't yeah. blame, don't blame, don't blame, don't blame, blame Tyler. Tyler now. Perry studio. now, Tyler don't got nothing to do with it. It was like that before Tyler. Okay? <laughs> Mr. Perry, Mr. Perry came to try to bring some structure here, and these people you're don't right, care about Mr. Right. Perry. 
<laughs> Dominique is going to be on the next Tyler Perry though, show. Speaking that into existence. Speaking that into existence. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. Like off a little bit. I feel like because women are so independent, it doesn't fit that they're so trash because it's like I could still do this with or without you and I think we because we had that type of mentality they like well shit why am I holding the door for you and buying you flowers you don't even care you want a Benz and a flower you want you want big things that's like okay if you can't do that I'm gonna buy it myself but I feel like we're so independent that you gotta have that person to match but right. now it's like they like girl I don't even they they're, don't lazy. they're lazy they like that lazy love <laughs> Like Neil said, it's that lazy love. They like that lazy love. And ain't nothing lazy around here. So, oh, child. Listen. Uh, so let's get back in Florida. <laughs> yeah, pray for us, girl. Um, <laughs> let's get back to the restaurant. What would you say? Okay, I'm coming to OG for the first time. As you are the bartender, what should be the first drink that I order from OLG? And Jika, I want you to tell me what meal should I order from OLG? Okay. Um, so for me, because I am a tequila girl, I will tell you automatically to order a housewife. I feel like if you do not have a preference of liquor or if you do not have a lot, I'm not, I don't like, my preference is never like the sweetest drink. I don't really like super sweet, girly, girly drinks. Cause you know, like I do this. Okay. I do. Yeah. I drink. Do. We drink. Yeah, I'm a drinker. I could drink it down. So because of that, I would tell you to get a housewife. It's the perfect balance between sweet and still strong, where you feel like you're getting everything that your drink owes you. Um, right. And yeah, it's definitely going to take you there. I feel like it doesn't really matter what drink you order at a lady gang. If I'm making it, you might be drunk by the time you finish that one drink. It doesn't really take too many for you to have to get where you need to go. Okay, I might have to. You give us our money's worth. Yeah. I definitely give you your money's worth. We for real. And that's it. So either a housewife or if you do like sweet, I would tell you to get a house punch. A Mama Joyce house punch. It's um, banana liqueur. It's more like a rum punch, but like a tropical flair, the old lady game way. Um, and it's really good. Or a sneaky peach if you don't want to be like, it's me tells you all the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get sneaky peach, house punch. Done my top three. That sounds so delicious. Like I will, I want to start drinking in the middle of the day right now. Like especially because y'all give us our money worth. Like if I'm paying fifteen twenty dollars for a drink, I need to be. You want to be drunk, or at least you want to feel it. You know, a little bit, like swaying a little bit. You know, I can't drive a little bit. So, Drika, what what plate should we get there? No, it's not just a plate. Like you need to come hungry because I'm not just eating a plate. So when you come to Old Lady Gang, first you get your cornbread. It depends on how many of y'all it is, but I can eat like six. But the cornbread. <laughs> I'm the cornbread eater, so you get get you some cornbread, and you start off with the OLG signature wings. Me, I'm from up north, so I eat blue cheese, and a lot of people don't like blue cheese. And then you get a side of ch- um, Cajun fries, and then now that was just a little snack or whatever. Now you okay. get the, <laughs> the French toast and the chicken. Okay, it's the French mm. toast chicken. I forget the meal because I'm just eating it all the time. I know what it is. And then you need the dessert. So at that point, you're just going to be an extra 30 pounds. That's fine. Okay. If I'm going to a restaurant in Georgia, I'm going to eat, like, Southern food, period. Everything. So can uh, I um, intervene? Yeah, they got the greens and the yes. macaroni. See, now that was just a side. Like, if I was getting uh, French toast and chicken, I will get a side of macaroni and cheese. But I'm oh, that this person that people hate because I don't really gain so much weight for real. So I'm tearing it up like, damn, I'm burp. I'm like, I'm still hungry. Well, let me <laughs> let me get some grits. 
just bring me everything. <laughs> it's so funny. So Drika is very Northern. She's a, a Northern girl because for me, it would not have been that. I feel like me from Miami, I'm getting collard get? greens, I'm getting mac and cheese, I'm getting jam. <laughs> right. right. my side. I'm either getting the fried chicken because they got the little extra little OLG crack on it that's lit. Mm-hmm. Or I'm getting the fish dinner, fire, okay? Them lamb chops, flames, okay? Yeah. Those are my yeah, that's why because I'm from up north, like yeah, like I want both. Yeah, it's like you gotta just you just gotta be you gotta become a friend too, so then you can kind of dibble and dabble between everything because you're really not gonna be able to eat everything. And it's like up north, we don't know how to make grits. So when I come down here, I'm eating grits like crazy. I'm like, damn, these shits is good. Cheese grits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I literally ate a plate of grits the other day. I was like, you not going to add nothing? She's like, nah, girl, just go eat the grits. I'm like, grits girl, what? so good. And then macaroni and cheese. Then macaroni, we only get that on Thanksgiving and che- uh, Christmas. Like, we don't get that it's every day. It's a treat day. for y'all, but down here, yeah. I know, you know, what I'm talking about, Um, Trick Daddy Restaurant. Sundays. That restaurant Sundays, yeah, and they mac and cheese. Me and like we like the tur- those personally. We ribs. like the turkey, the turkey wings. The turkey wings, the turkey wings are flame. Mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of people here do turkey wings. They're like a lamb. This is like a lamb chop place. Yeah, I've never had turkey, a lamb chop. Like, lamb chop. I neither. Until good. I came here, it's good. It's good. It's all right. It's they are like, good. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, okay. I'm, I'm interested. I would choose chicken over lamb. It's like okay. a steak, a steak lollipop. <laughs> Just That's to give a you a visual example. of a yeah. lamb chop. You know, I've I don't, never it's like a it. piece of steak on a bone. Mm. Oh, I want the fried ribs at Trick Daddy Restaurant. And also, <laughs> Ooh, girl, <laughs> I need to come you- home. <laughs> you do. It's so good. And now they're, they're on Uber Eats now. So it's just like, I don't have to go there. I don't have to go there. Because that line be crazy sometimes. Yeah, that line. Exactly. I'm like, y'all that know. Line. Y'all know. Like, you might have to wait 60 minutes for your driver to get it. But it's a, it's a good it's 60 worth minutes because you don't have yep. to get it. Yeah, it's uh, worth it. <laughs> so, do you see, like, do the aunts come in more than candy? Like, are they there more? Or is someone there more? Are they there every day? And um, how are they to interact with? I also want to know, do y'all clash with them? Because that's that's what I... <laughs> yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so, you want me to go first, Drika? Let truth. me take a breath. All right, okay. so I'll go first because I'm going to tell the truth. So, um, <laughs> one, yes, they do come in more than candy. And um, more so, they... Candy has so many things to do to make sure that we all get to where we need to be. They come in. They are older ladies already. They are living their best lives. They don't really have no worries where they have to really, you know, go do too much. They they come to a lady gang. They walk around. They take pictures with people. They talk to people. Uh, Nora sometimes is moving plates and cups. Mama Joyce is definitely giving. It's her restaurant. She loves to come in and start getting things in order, even if they're not out of order. <laughs> um, Bertha is the very anti-social but still super sweet one um, where she's definitely going to take your picture but if you allow her too much space she won't all her space because she don't really like all of that in her face yeah. um, but they're amazing like them I, if I had sisters for real it would be giving me and my sisters as older women they are hilarious okay I'm talking about so funny and just so we, we get to see that and like yeah. how it like became from like 
an insult kind of into a restaurant that's thriving and now a show that's going to be thriving. So it's just so funny how the dots connect. Now, Drika, I can't play. Tell us. Okay, so I know, like, I know, like, for old people, like, they don't really like to wait. Like, they think uh, waiting for an hour or two hours at a restaurant is like, are you dumb? Ridiculous. Like, <laughs> so when they see people waiting, they're like, okay, you can sit, you can sit, you can sit, you can sit. Yeah. Can sit. Like, <laughs> like, what? Wait a minute. Don't do that. So then me being a host, I'm trying to tell like, I know I have a waiting list. What are you waiting for, baby? There ain't no wait. It's tables everywhere. Get everybody. <laughs> So this, you see, the whole restaurant it clashes with the scheduling mm-hmm. and everything that goes into the yes, restaurant. There's a process, and it's like because she's the age she is, they don't know nothing mm-hmm. about none of that. So it's like, this is your restaurant. You do what you want to do. I don't have mm-hmm. no say so. So when people be like, "Well, sh- Aunt Nora just said all these people," I was next in line. I I was like, "Well, let me go get Aunt Nora for you." I mean, <laughs> right, I, let her, I, let her I'm handle it. I'm going to hide at this point. Nora is the host. host. She's in charge. There's nothing else for me to do. But I love them because it is like, like I don't have any grandparents or nothing, but I can just imagine like how amazing it feels to like for Candy to still have her aunts and her mom, and you know, just having that grandmommy feel like, you know, family. Yeah, yeah. they hug you so tight as if you were, you know, their grandchild. So I love them. They give the best hug. Yeah, and then on birthday, she's just like, she's really she's so like, mean, but cute. She's so mean and cute, <laughs> and she just be like, they be like, can I have a t- picture? She be like, no. Oh, and it's the, longest it's the longest pause in America. You would have thought she was really saying no, but she's like, come here, baby. Just, just hurry right, up. Like, come on, let's just do it. <laughs> it's done. But the pause, and then there's no laughter in between it. It's just like, no. Like deadpan, no. Because she yeah, was kind of serious. I can't wait to be that age and just be like, you know, just you can say whatever you want. Drika, if given, if you was old, you would be on Martha. I would definitely be by, oh, you couldn't tell me nothing. I would be on Nora. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I was just about to ask you which one you relate to most. Like. I would be on Nora. I would be on Nora with a little bit of Mama Joy's, but Drika for sure is on person. No, I you want to be there? No. No, I don't Aaron. want no picture right now, baby. Come on. I don't, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, mama, mama's tired. Okay, just, okay, just come on, just get, just. I gotta go. <laughs> she be like, "Well, hurry up." Yeah, I can see that. Well, hurry up. Yeah, she take <laughs> one like, picture Uh-oh. and she's gone. Oh no, she yeah. Didn't but for I sure, <laughs> I think that I would be a Mama Joyce because I can see myself getting like a BBL at whatever age it is. Once I get BBL, money is why I'm getting BBL. Listen, so, Mama Joyce is everything, okay? She that knows, body she is snatched. Like, it, that booty is sitting, okay? It is. So, the, it's like 70 wear. What y'all talking about? Mama yeah, Joyce, during, during this season, when you guys actually get to see her, I remember me and Mama Joyce, we, if there, there, um, there was an event, and we both put up to the event, and I was looking at her like, and I look at myself like, well, <laughs> The young thing, she looks so mm-hmm. good. That yeah, is she yeah. showing up and showing out. Okay, she does mm-hmm. not look or act her age, but she's definitely mm-hmm. like she definitely you don't she doesn't have to get to that age to speak her mind because the other day she was just like Chandra, that outfit is ugly. Don't wear that again. I was like, <laughs> 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 you can't even say anything. Like, uh, uh, like 
Well, I okay, guess I thank you. Get, I guess I ain't got to get that old to say how I feel. I can start saying how I feel now, but shit, Mama Joyce doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt. I was like, damn, I thought I was hurt from Philip. Mama Joyce hurt my little heart. <laughs> Philip. <laughs> That's Listen, funny. And we also seen that the power turned off. Like, that was another big thing, the first episode. And I know that but was... That's stressful. the end of the episode. Yeah. Mm, like, okay. you, that's what I'm saying. Like, people be like, oh, it's not real reality. It's not real TV. It's not this. Everything is fake. The things that happen while recording not is real life. This is real life. Right. This is like yeah. real life shit. Like, no lie. Like, people are like, oh, it's, it's this and this, this is put together. No, our feelings are really hurt. These are real tears. I'm like, I'm really upset. And then there's really stress. The you can't control that. And then you can't like control the power. People. The power went out. Now there's no AC. We are in yeah. 90 degree weather. I bet. And there's no, no AC. And at a black restaurant. Nobody can cash out. Nobody can leave the restaurant. Right. There's no light. There's no air. I don't know who's next in line. I can't text anybody. We have no service. In real life, how can that be? How can that be like fake? How can you, you know, no, that but, and it had sure. nothing to do. It had nothing to do with the restaurant. It was something that happened, like somebody hit a pipeline on the street yes. somewhere mm-hmm. and it knocked out all the power. Yes, it knocked everything out. So it's like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be another fake show. This is no. It was the customers cracking me up. They like, Candy can't pay her light bill. Girl, Candy can pay <laughs> Listen, her light that's bill. What your Candy was light bill. Your, your other family light bill. She can pay everybody <laughs> light bill. What you talking about? Right. And it's <laughs> crazy. Just like you gotta watch it. You gotta watch the show. It's it's amazing. Like what really got is. me was the scene with you, Drika, um, when they were eating <laughs> in the dark. You, I think you sat them in the room and you didn't want to. <laughs> you didn't want to go in. And you shine your flashlight on them. I'm just like. <laughs> Girl, you better wait till the power comes on. Eat the food. Eat the food and just get over it. It happens. You can't control it. Like you can't. Right. Yeah. You can't control it. That's just like there was a big rainstorm. Like I don't know. It's a different type of rain in the south. I've never seen it before. It's like hurricane rain, and people yeah. can't leave the restaurant because they're scared of the rain. And then everybody's crowding the front door. It's like, well, what you want me to do? Because I can't do nothing <laughs> about the weather. I just can sit here like, well, the power went out. I am not God. Like, this is just elements that you cannot control. Can't control it. It's happening. mm -hmm. As we wrap this interview up, I want to know what you guys hope people get out of this show and get get out of knowing you guys. What do you want people to see about you guys? And also, um, just shout out your social handles too all right it don't matter go ahead okay so you can follow me on instagram on um twitter on facebook at d variety the letter d my last name variety with two underscores um i want people to get from this show one, I want them to see Black excellence. I want them to see the dynamics of a Black-owned business um, thriving and getting through, you know, all of the troubles that present themselves, but we, we keep it going. I want them to see the different personalities of each of us because we all bring something different to the table. We're all very talented. We all have a lot to offer. Um, I feel like we are a family uh, or a, an adopted family. Some of them are actually really family, but at this point, we've all been adopted into the family. 
And, you know, I want them to see themselves in us. I want them to see that things happen between families and they get through it and people move on or, you know, like we cry together, we laugh together, we love each other together. It's, it's, it's a roller coaster of emotions and a roller coaster of things that happen, but ultimately it is all for the bigger picture and the big picture is pretty bright. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it for me for real. That is beautiful. Um, for me, um, you can catch my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook, all that. Chandrika716, because I am representing my city. And Shay by by Drika, I have the hottest shades in Atlanta. I have all the seasons, winter, summer, spring, and fall. And when you watch this this show, I want the viewers to expect Black love. I want you guys to see the dynamics of Black people actually building an empire. Like, we're building financial and general wealth for our families, our kids, and everything. Like, Black love does exist. It's really hard, but I want everyone to see and understand that it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can meet somebody that you work with, you can fall in love, you can build a family, and just watching Candy and Todd, the love and the bond that they have with each other, it just inspired me and my relationship to just bring that love out like for everybody to see but to understand the dynamics of different love like okay your ex love your current love and then the old love between you know aunt Nora and her husband you can see so much that it's like this show is nothing like Vanderpumps we are the black excellence and we are going to show everybody that it's not going to be another show about candy fighting yeah like this is there's no fight we're bigger than just the drama there's a little drama, but we are entrepreneurs. They're dancers. There's, oh, you know, Candy, she's a millionaire. And then, you know, everybody is doing something. And it's not just, oh, we're about to be on TV. We're going to be rich and famous. We had businesses way prior to this. It's just going to put a little um, uh, behind us. As far as Dom, like, she's dancing with Meg. Like, the next one is Beyonce. I'm speaking it. Period. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, oh, just, that was absolutely the and you have to watch all 10 episodes because Candy and the Gang is going to be the hottest show on the TV I know. network. I'm Absolutely. speaking because we're all different. We have great personality and I feel like Black people are great. And that's just it. And Beautiful. Amazing. I mean, y'all wrapped the, wrap the show up because... Yeah, y'all wrapped the show up. And y'all heard it. Y'all listening, y'all heard it. Watch Candy and the Gang. Follow these beautiful black women. Follow yes. their journey. Support them in whatever they do. And we just want to thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Yes. And like, you guys are such a delight just to talk to. I'm sure this won't be our first time talking because we also have a different, like we have a Patreon. But everyone, watch the show. Thank yes. you guys Follow so much up. for everything. Thank you guys. Thank so you. Thank you so much Mark for having March 6th, 9 o'clock p.m. on Bravo TV. The number one network. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Period. Hashtag black. Black, black. Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> right. Okay, Aaron, you can